Broadcasting from the Cradle of Liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This is the Joe Carey Show. Hey, welcome to the Joe Carey Show. If you've been a listener to the uh, to this program, you have heard me say that the time is coming when... You need to know a fact from fiction when there'd be a time when you couldn't believe your own eyes, let alone the stories you would hear on uh, media. And I will tell you, when I, when I said that, I'm thinking, well, probably, you know, three, four years, it's going to be. We, we didn't even need to wait that long. We are seeing the reality of that statement unfold today. And I mean, it is absolutely scary. It is absolutely scary. If you are someone who believes in the Judeo-Christian ethic, if you are someone who believes in the principles of free agency, of individual liberty, of capitalism— and more importantly, if you're someone who sees how they are all intertwined, right? Individual agency, capitalism, the Judeo-Christian ethic, they are all intertwined. When people talk about, well, I can buy the rest of it. We just got to do something about this capitalism thing. You, you had better pay attention. Because those are all threads interwoven into the same fabric. And that doesn't mean that we can't tweak, we can't adjust, and that, that it's a perfect system. But we had, be ve- we had better be very, very careful about how we approach that. And I will tell you, the media has done its best to do two things. One, to bury the Hunter Biden story. I mean bury it. You have a better chance of finding out the current location of corn pop than you do Hunter Biden. They have tried to bury this story, and when they're not successful in burying it, because now they see it's going to erupt, they see that mainstream media, because they no longer control social media, because they no longer control, and I don't mean control social, I mean they no longer control the agenda, they no longer can control the discourse. So even though they try to shut it down from social media, even though they've only given six minutes of primetime coverage to this story, it's coming out. So now they're changing tactics, and it's no longer going to be let's ignore the story. It's going to be how do we spin it? So they've gone from there's no story to now saying it's Russian disinformation. And you have millions of people lining up to believe it. So in a nutshell, what's happened is that, and and this is, it's almost a script from a movie. And I tell you, if you're someone who, like me, will go to a computer repair shop, Brian, have you done this? Have you ever had like a computer or phone that doesn't work? So you go to like to a, an Apple store, you go to a shop and say, hey, can you just look at this and fix it? And they're like, yeah, we just got to plug it in to do some diagnostic work. And you're kind of like, well, geez, I don't want all my private information. You're... Yeah, we've just got to back it up just in case. Just in case we ever want to spill it out to the entire world, we've just, you know, just a safety precaution. So I'm that guy, right? I'm the guy who goes, and I don't know if I really want to turn this laptop over because, yeah, I need it fixed, but. So here's a guy in Delaware who he owns this computer repair shop, and he says someone came in that looked like Hunter Biden. And he says, I, it looked like Hunter Biden because he walked in like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and he had a crack pipe hanging. No. It, he said it looked like Hunter Biden. And he drop, drops off his laptop and says, hey, this was uh, damaged by water. He dropped off three laptops, actually, and uh, trying to recover information from all of them. And he says, uh, I'll be back to pick this up. So this computer repair shop, they go in, they start retrieving the information. After the information is retrieved, and apparently he was able to salvage information from all the laptops. 
he calls up Hunter Biden and he's leaving messages, sending emails. Hey, it's done. You got to come by. You got to pick this up. He keeps sending these messages. They go unanswered. So under state law, this laptop and the information in it becomes his property after the passage. I believe it's of 90 days. So now it's his. The laptops and the 25,000 emails, the salacious video, and all the other photographs belong to this computer repair shop. And you know what gives this story credibility for me? He's not calling up Hunter Biden trying to extort Biden. He's not trying to shake Biden down for money. He's not running off to the National Enquirer. He's calling Hunter Biden, please pick up the laptop. There's no response. Apparently, the FBI subpoenas the laptop in December of 2019. Now, that becomes an important factor in all this because it precedes Donald Trump's impeachment. And what was he impeached for? Oh, apparently he was trying to do a quid pro quo with the Ukraine. Well, if the information in the laptop is to be believed... The Biden family was was engaged in uh, quid pro quo deals with the Ukraine, the Chinese, and anyone else who could write a check. Eventually, this uh, computer store, they reach out to Rudy Giuliani, who's the personal attorney of uh, the president, and says, hey, we've got this laptop. It belongs to us. The information is yours if you want it. And uh, they actually don't give it to Giuliani. They give it to Giuliani's attorney. Apparently, Giuliani meets with Steve Bannon, who was the mastermind behind uh, Trump's first election in 2016, and they have a rollout planned, meaning they know what's on the laptop. They know what the mainstream media is capable of in terms of trying to shut it down. So they're going to roll out these email stories and videos over the next, I'd imagine, week or so. So the first thing the liberal left does is they try to shut down the dissemination, right? Because they still haven't learned the lesson that there are no secrets. So Twitter shuts down the New York Post because the breaking story came from the New York Post. So we're going to shut down their Twitter account as if people can't find the story. So they shut down Twitter, everybody else on Facebook, they jump on board. Everybody's trying to shut down this story because it's not verified. That's the official line. The official line is uh, this information is not verified, so we don't know if it's true or not. Did Twitter or Facebook have any information, excuse me, have any problem shutting down the unverified information when it came to the claims against Donald Trump, when it came to Russiagate? Did you see Twitter or Facebook saying, oh, well, this isn't verified, so we can't allow it to be pushed out? No, they encouraged it. Well, all of a sudden, you get members of Congress and the FEC saying, wait a second, are you trying to influence the outcome of an election? Of course, that's a rhetorical question, right? We all know the answer to that. Twitter says, no, we're not trying to influence anything. We're just trying to be good citizens. Well, then it comes out, Fox News verifies it. Fox News says this is true. The computer repair shop says, well, if you don't believe us, we have the emails from Hunter Biden's uh, attorney asking for the laptops to be returned to us. Well, it's too late. Why? Because we know they're in the possession of the FBI since December of 2019. Right. So they can't control the story getting out. So they need a new storyline. They knew it. They need a new alternative. And the tack they've decided to play is, well, it's Russian disinformation that it's not true. This is just the Russians trying to convince you to hate Joe Biden. And we know it's not true because every time Joe Biden is asked the question, we know the story in the laptop can't be true because every time Joe Biden is asked the question, what's his response? He walks away. Or he attacks the reporter, right? He vilifies the reporter asking the question. 
he was asked two questions following a, a brief appearance. He was asked – he coming out of a uh, ice cream store, he was asked by one real, I mean, hard-hitting journalist, uh, what's your favorite flavor? And then another reporter – and he answered that question. And then another reporter asked about that laptop and those emails. And Joe Biden just walked away. Here's a man running to be president who thinks he can walk away. Why not? He did the same thing with uh, the Supreme Court, whether he was going to stack it or not. We'll be back right after this break. Credit card bills have gotten out of hand, and you care about your credit. Call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 406 0046. 800 406 0046. That's 800 406 0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC 83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty HealthShare today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show. So we're talking about the, uh, the emails, the laptop. And look, Joe Biden, he thinks he just doesn't have to answer any questions when he was asked about, you know, destroying the third branch of government by stacking it. And, and look, my take on that, and I'll, I'll make the prediction now, even if Congress passes a law that says, hey, we can add 500 new justices to the Supreme Court, and the president signs that bill— I think the Supreme Court vetoes it, not vetoes it, but I think the Supreme Court strikes it down as being unconstitutional because the Supreme Court will have a say in whether or not you get to not de jure destroy the Supreme Court, but de facto, right? So legally, do you destroy the Supreme Court if you stack it? No, but the reality is you do. 
because you change the perception of that body to nothing more than political. You strip away all the pretense of it being a judicial body held in place by the Constitution. I don't think the Supreme Court will allow that to happen. Just like Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, she said, look, you shouldn't stack the court. Now, she didn't say whether it was constitutional or not to do it. My suspicion would be, no, you don't have the constitutional authority to destroy the third branch of government. And by creating the perception that we are nothing more than political hacks, if we are nothing more than a super legislature, that's what you've done. So I don't, I don't know if they get out of the starting blocks with that. But the point is, how does Joe Biden get away with not answering that question? Absolutely stunning. And then Kamala Harris in the hearing. She won't answer whether or not she's for stacking the court. So does it surprise anyone that Joe Biden thinks he can get away without answering uh, these email questions related to Hunter Biden? And look, now there's questions about, you know, the nature of the pornography and the inappropriate pictures, you know, assuming they're there. And look, anyone who thinks those are going to be impossible to get. Remember, it's a felony to leak someone's tax records. And someone did that on Trump. And you know where that went? You know where it got the New York Times? Nothing. They thought, oh, we have Donald Trump now. He only paid $750 in taxes. Do you think the New York Times would run a cover story on the fact that, hey, we have these emails going back and forth with the son benefiting off dad's role as vice president after dad said he knows nothing about the work the son is doing? Now there's an email saying, hey, we've got to cut the big guy, meaning Joe Biden, in for 10%. Do you think the Times would find it some space on the front page for that narrative? Nothing. Silence. Now, the one thing that gets me is, you know, people are voting by the millions every day. Right, people are voting by the millions. So every day that passes without this story getting the attention and that, that it deserves, you know, people are casting that vote without all the information. It's one of the biggest drawbacks, in my opinion, of uh, early voting. That if there's late-breaking information, you can't change your vote. You can't go back and say, oh, you know, I didn't know this at the time. I'd like to re-vote. So the media knows that they can't keep this story bottled up forever, but they know that every day they they lock down someone's Twitter account with the New York Post, every day they prevent somebody from retweeting the story or reposting the story, millions of votes are being cast against that that backdrop of ignorance. And they know that benefits Biden. So they don't have to bury the story forever. They've just, every minute that goes by that this story is not getting the exposure it deserves, that's a win for them. But it's also a loss because people, again, and media and politicians, they don't understand this. Even if they temporarily get the upper hand, they are destroying the very institutions that they are part of. Because you won't look at this and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I can trust the media. You're going to say, no, look what, look what they tried to do. They, they, they would rather shut down the network than allow this story to be retweeted. That's incredible. So we'll see because you are seeing cracks in the Citadel wall. Now you are beginning to see some major outlets, outlets like the Daily Mail, Pierce Morgan and others coming out and saying, look – Joe Biden, you owe the American people an explanation. Just walking away angry and calling somebody a dog-faced pony soldier, it doesn't work. We've all met those people. I would meet them as a lawyer all the time. 
if they knew they weren't prepared to argue the case, they would just get upset. That's not how you win in court. It's not how you win on the battlefield of politics. You've got to come back and really explain this is what's happening. Look, if you believe the emails are fake, then just say it. But walking away without answering the question? Right? If you knew those emails are fake, wouldn't you just say they're fake? It never happened. And you know what? Here's Hunter and he's going to explain it. Because Hunter's an accomplished guy. People were paying him $50,000 a month. He got a check for $5 million from the uh, wife of, the ma- the, the, of Moscow's mayor. This is a guy who understands money and who's certainly able to explain why all this is fake. How none of this happened. Let me ask you this. What if this were uh, Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump who was accused of these things? Do you think the media would play the whole, it's Russian disinformation? Do you think Twitter would have said, you know what, Uh, we're not going to let you retweet this story because it hasn't been uh, verified yet? We know the answer to that question. They would be turning over every stone, every rock, lighting every dark corner. They would be shaking people by their ankles, right, to get the little, every tidbit of information out. That's why I started the show saying you've got to know what to believe. You have to have that sense about you. Because we do live in a time now where people are looking at white and saying it's black and looking at black and saying it's white, where they are calling good evil and evil good. And we live in a time where you, are, where you will be punished if two plus two doesn't equal five. Those are these times. And that's why when we come back, I want to talk to you about these polls and why I think they are so off. Look, who's going to win the election? We don't know. We really don't. I think you just had the elite pollster for the Biden camp come out and say in an internal memo, guys, this election is going to be a lot closer and we could still lose. And if you look at the battlegrounds, it doesn't matter if all 54 million people in California vote for Joe Biden. He doesn't get any more electoral votes. That's the wisdom of the founding fathers. And when we come back tomorrow, we're going to have a segment on with one of our young voices talking about the Electoral College and talking about why we need it today more than ever. You're listening to The Joe Carey Show right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. You can go to fedbyravensmedia.com, learn all about us. When we come back, I want to talk about the polling and what it doesn't say. We'll be back right after this break. Radio News with Tim Berg. With just over two weeks until the election, President Trump continuing his West Coast campaigning in the battleground state of Arizona on Monday, the president spending time in Carson City, Nevada on Sunday, slamming the Biden family. Joe Biden is and always has been a corrupt politician. He always has been. And as far as I'm concerned, The Biden family is a criminal enterprise. The Senate is set to vote this week on a $500 billion skinny economic relief bill that does not appear to include any additional round of $1,200 direct payments to Americans. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell saying the bill will include money for schools, expanded unemployment benefits, and additional funding for the Paycheck Protection Program. This is USA Radio News. 
Welcome to Tax Talk with Hollywood legend Bob Eubanks. You know, as part of Hollywood for a long time, I've seen my fair share of celebrities get in trouble with the IRS. Well, there's one name I trust, the Tax Defense Group. They're the most trusted name in tax. So if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you really need to call my friends at the Tax Defense Group. Ignoring the IRS is not the solution. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, seize your home or business. But the Tax Defense Group could put a stop to all of that and tailor a program that would reduce your tax debt to pennies on the dollar. You gotta love that. So don't just take my word for it. Call them. Find out for yourself. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee and they're open 24 hours a day because they know that tax debt doesn't sleep either. Call now for your free and confidential tax analysis from the most trusted name in tax. Call 800-832-1594. 800-832-1594. The final debate between President Donald Trump and Democratic challenger Joe Biden is set for Thursday. The debate will be moderated by MSNBC and NBC's Kristen Welker. As far as what we can expect from President Trump this go-around, Jason Miller is with the Trump campaign. When you talk about style and you talk about approach, I do think that President Trump is going to give Joe Biden a little bit more room to explain himself on some of these issues. Whether it is, are you the chairman? Are you the big guy? As we've seen articulated in these emails. Do you support packing the court. I do think the president's going to want to hear Joe Biden's answer on some of these, and we'll uh, definitely give him all the time that Joe Biden wants to talk about packing the court. I think he's going to get it on Thursday. Search and rescue crews have found a California woman alive after she'd been missing for 12 days in a national park in Utah. Holly Suzanne Cordier was found within Zion National Park Sunday. Park rangers say they received a credible tip from a park visitor that had seen her within the park. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media uh, Network. You can visit uh, fedbyravensmedia.com. Tomorrow, uh, during the 11 o'clock hour, we are going to have on uh, Moving Forward with Young Voices. These are the, uh, I guess they're millennials, uh, the millennial-aged individuals who are um, finding their voice or have found their voice and are trying to promote that message of, Free enterprise, open markets, <clears throat> individual responsibility. And I'm really impressed. So they will be on. I will be uh, hosting that show tomorrow from 11 to 12, followed by uh, my own show right here on the Fed by Ravens uh, Media Network. You know, I want to talk about uh, Gretchen uh, Whitmer. She is the, uh, the individual, uh, the governor of Michigan. And uh, do you see that, Brian? The, the FBI is reporting that there was a kidnapping attempt against her, and the getaway vehicle was going to be a, uh, yeah, a PT Cruiser. I don't know, but do they still make those? I don't even see them on the roads that often. A PT Cruiser. I guess it's one of those inconspicuous things, right? Like if you're going to – if you want to stay under the radar, just get a – my fear would be it would break down during the getaway. Like we got her. Everything worked according to plan and then you you break down on the interstate. So the FBI is investigating that. So – Gretchen Whitmer came out today, and and this is what she said. She said, look, if you want to stop the lockdowns, if you want to go back to church, if you want things to go back to normal, elect Joe Biden. Did you ever read something that gets you upset? Because you know, you're upset not because they're saying it, but because you know the person saying it knows that what they're saying is wrong, but they're saying it anyway. Does that, does that make sense? Like, does that ever get you, like, extra angry? Like, they know it's not true, but they're just saying it. That's what Gretchen Whitmer is doing. If you want to stop the lockdowns, Gretchen Whitmer imposed one of the fiercest and oppressive lockdowns the country has experienced in its history. And now she's saying, well, if you want it to stop, elect Joe Biden. I'm telling you. Now, when all these lockdowns were imposed, did you hear anybody in the media referring to fascism? 
Did you see Antifa protesting the lockdowns in Michigan? You see the power of the state to shut down a church. And the media refuses to call it for what it is, which is an act of fascism, right? The power of the state against the people. States' rights trumping individual rights. Now, Gretchen Whitmer, she can be forgiven because she's a little sore because the, uh, the Michigan Supreme Court struck down her, her approach. Her approach was, I'm the queen. I can do as I choose. I don't need to consult with the legislature. I have the power to do this unilaterally. And the Michigan Supreme Court said, not so fast. You don't. The emergency is over. And if you want to continue with the lockdowns, you've got to pass legislation. So she goes on national TV. She goes on MSNBC. Let me see if I can find the quote. Oh, here it is. She called the decision partisan, right? The partisan decision, the Republicans on the Wisconsin Supreme, excuse me, Michigan Supreme Court, they struck down my lockdown. They struck down my regulations. And, you know, MSNBC, they've given up all pretense of being fair. The host rapidly agreeing. Yes, yes, this partisan decision. Do you know what? And maybe it's ignorance. Maybe the host didn't know this, but Gretchen Whitmer certainly does. The decision by the Michigan Supreme Court holding that the lockdowns and the closing of the churches were unconstitutional, that was bipartisan. The Democrat justices on the Michigan Supreme Court agreed with the Republican justices. They agreed it was unconstitutional. The disagreement was over the remedy. So for Gretchen Whitmer and the MSNBC host to either be ignorant, blissfully so, or intentionally deceptive to say, oh, it was very partisan. It wasn't. The justices on the Michigan Supreme Court agreed, you cannot act this way. These rules are unconstitutional. The Republican justices said, this all ends, and I forget what the 30 days or 60 days, and the Democrats, um, the Democrat-appointed justices had a different remedy. So the disagreement wasn't over whether or not Gretchen Whitmer acted unconstitutionally. She did. The question was, okay, what do we do about it? Like, how do we rectify this? Now, if you were to believe what was on the news, you would watch that segment and think, wow, those nasty Republicans. But it wasn't true. And the host, again, I, I, I have to think it's born out of ignorance that they just don't do their homework. And that's why we always encourage you, do your homework, read articles, visit different sites. You need to know for yourself what's happening. And I think uh, the same thing is true with the polling. If you are a Trump supporter... It takes an extra act of bravery. It takes an extra act of courage. It takes an extra act of fortitude to tell a pollster that or to demonstrate that. Why? Because all you have to do is turn on the news and you can watch Trump supporters being attacked. They're being assaulted for nothing more than saying, I support the president. Right here in Ogden. Right here in Ogden, Utah. Jamie Renda, she, she's the owner of Brixton's. She has a big, I support President Trump. Or says, we support President Trump. I've been in there for lunch. People will just walk into the store, start dropping the F you, F Trump, F everybody in here, and turn around and walk out. In their mind, somewhere along the line, they were taught that's acceptable behavior. They've been taught that's appropriate. So you tell me, do you think a Trump supporter, when they're called on the phone, 
and they don't know who's on the other end of the line, right? You don't know who that pollster is. You don't know if they're telling the truth. And they say, who are you voting for? Who are you going to vote for in this upcoming election? And the polls they've done of people who respond to those type of polls show the same thing. If you're a Biden supporter, you're more likely to reveal that to a pollster than if you're a Trump supporter. Why? Because the Trump supporters see the same news. And it's not worth the cancel culture. It's not worth losing your job. It's not worth having, you know, your home defaced or something worse. But this I know, it is incumbent upon us, it is our responsibility to go out and vote. It's our responsibility to share with our neighbors, to share with our family members the importance to vote, and to a degree, I think, why we're voting the way we are. You know, it's my daughter's first election. The first time she'll vote, she's voting absentee, she's at college. I think I know how she's going to vote. But can I tell you something? In her 18 years, her mother and I have never told her this is the party you should join, ever. We've never told her this is how you should look at this issue. And we've never told her this is how you should vote. What we've tried to do, flaws and all, is try to give her the opportunity, the educational opportunity to see why her mom and why her dad believe what we do politically. Why we vote the way we vote. And we try to explain not only through word but deed why these issues are important to us. And when they have questions, when, when my kids have questions, go out of my way to try to answer those questions and really explain, well, this is why the Electoral College is important. But I'll tell you what, I didn't even ask her who she was going to vote for this time. I was thrilled that she took the time to get the absentee ballot. Now, she did say I could drop it off at the post office for her. So when I sneak a peek, if it is for Biden, well, you know, we'll be back right after this break. Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-299-1364. That's 800-299-1364. 800-299-1364. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. 
That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show, located or found on the Fed by Ravens Media Network and also on uh, right here on KTalk, broadcasting from Salt Lake City, KYAH, broadcasting throughout all central Utah. And you can always find a Brian Hyde Show right there on KDXU in uh, St. George, Utah. Brian, so I told you, like, so uh, with my oldest daughter, she's the first one to vote. She's 18. Uh, and she's never asked, you know, like, Dad, who should I vote for? She sometimes asks, you know, Dad, who are you voting for or, or on this particular issue? But I've never asked, uh, who are you going to vote for? I suspect I know. Uh, and there's a part of me that really wishes she would just volunteer it. But I've never asked. Now, your kids, you, you're... You have one child that's uh, that's coming of age to vote, right? Actually, yeah, I've got two of them who are eligible, but my oldest boy didn't get registered in time. So, uh, for for my middle son David, it's his first time casting a vote. Okay, so tell me, so you know how I do it with with my daughter. What what's your approach with your son? Same same thing essentially. I I have told my kids, look, I'm not going to tell you how to vote. You can ask me why I'm voting for a particular candidate, and they do. They'll come up, Dad. Why would you? You know, who are you supporting, and why? And I'll tell them, this is who I'm supporting. Here's why. But I make it very clear, it's your choice who you vote for. This is your sacred expression of your conscience, and uh, and. I think they, I assume he's going to volunteer it to him. Now you got me curious. I'm like, hmm, am I going to have to pry it out of him? Because I want to know too. So how did you decide to? Yeah, and that, that's just it. So I was hoping my daughter would say, well, dad, you know, I'm going to vote for, you know, for Trump. And look, she's registered in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, that's a state where it, you know, it matters. I mean, I should, it, it always matters. But in the electoral college, it's going to have a, a bigger say than in a, a state that like Utah where, Although I shouldn't say that because I just saw in one of these uh, one of these pundits they colored Utah like pink, saying, "Well, it's not it's not a guarantee it's going to go for Trump." Brian, what do you think about that? Is that just more progressive hype? I mean, painting Utah pink, you think? I know Evan McMullen and uh, Mitt Romney have some sway in Utah, but I don't think they have as much as uh, as they would like to believe, or as uh, some of the heritage press would like us to believe. But I will tell you, I looked at the ballot and there was Kanye West. Did you see that? Yes. Kanye right there at the top of that list. Yep. So I wonder if that's uh, I wonder if that's in the uh Well, let me hear from you. 801-331-8113. 801-331-8113. Your children, do, do you go out and say this is who you should vote for? This is who I'm going to vote for? Or do you take that more laid off approach and look because I, I see it like Brian sees it. This is your, this is a right. People didn't fight and die just for my right. They sacrificed everything for your right, for my right, for our kids' right. That's a decision they get to make. That's a decision they get to go into that voting booth and they get to decide. And I want to respect that space as a parent. 801-331-8113. And I will tell you, that's what's so disturbing. When we see the mockery that's being made of the sacrifice that was made for the voting franchise, every time I see a story that talks about, oh, where was it? Right here in Utah, what was it? 100,000 ballots were sent out that they couldn't use because it didn't have the seat. Oh, but we're going to resend them. I look at that and I think, 
are we disrespecting the sacrifice of the people who gave it all for us to enjoy this right? Not just the soldier on the field, right? We're celebrating the 100th year anniversary of the women's right to vote. And to me, when I see stories about, oh, well, you know, people going to cheat or people going to lie or steal so their guy or gal gets to win. What a horrible, horrible analysis to think that your election matters more than the sacrifices of hundreds of thousands of people who left it all on the field to give us that right to vote. Or when we have politicians that push forth this, you know, uh, and again, one of the guests tomorrow that we have on from Young Voices, they're going to talk about the, 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 mail-in battle, the mail-in balloting. And you know what their position is? Hey, the evidence is that it benefits Republicans, conservatives, as much as it does Democrats and liberals. You don't want to miss that. That's tomorrow at 11 o'clock. And you know what? I agree with that. But you need safeguards in place. Utah, they've been mailing from home for a long time. Universal uh, mail-in balloting. But they have the precautions and checks in place to make sure that the abuses are rooted out. You don't think there's going to be abuse? You have people that are willing to cheat and steal so they get elected as dog catcher. You think they're not willing to, to, to cheat and steal if it's, a, if it's a representative seat, a Senate seat, or a seat for president? That's why I firmly believe we owe it to everyone who's fought for the franchise, whether it's for blacks or women or uh, the soldiers who, who sacrificed, that we honor their memories. We, we honor their fight by making sure that those who are allowed to vote get to vote. And that those who shouldn't be voting aren't voting. That's how we respect that legacy. That's how we honor those men and women. But it is absolutely imperative as parents, as grandparents, as aunts and uncles, as neighbors, as educators. We have a duty. We have a duty to pass along what works and what doesn't work to our kids. And that's a big difference, right? So when I say, you know what, I don't, I don't ask my kids, you know, how they're going to vote or what they, uh, how they should think about a particular issue... I hope that as a parent, I'm always educating, right? I hope that by my conduct uh, and by uh, how I share my opinions, that they understand what's important to me, that they understand what I value. And we all have that right. We all have that responsibility is probably the better word. We all have that responsibility to them. Right? And shame on us if we say, well, the school's going to do that or my church is going to do that. The biggest influence in their lives, it's you. It's family. And too many of us have punted on that responsibility. Too many of us say, you know, I'm too busy. I'm hustling. I've got to work all these long hours. I'm doing a lot of travel. And we punt it. And what a horrible legacy to leave our kids, our nieces, our nephews. And there's a lot of people who say, oh, you know, I never talk about politics at uh, Thanksgiving. You know, don't, don't do that. It's a, it's a recipe for disaster. 
I think we have to be respectful. And if we know some people don't want to talk about it, we don't talk about it. But I also think it's a great opportunity to learn, right? Not only to educate others, but to learn from others about, well, this is why I believe what I do. This is why I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. This is why I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Because to me, that's the American experience. The American experience just isn't I'm going to hang around with people that that believe the way I do. I'm only going to like the people that like the things I like. I'm going to define somebody by their politics. When did that become us? You know, when I pull into the church parking lot and I see like a Joe Biden bumper sticker, I wonder if anybody else does this. I always try to think, I wonder whose car that is. Like, I wonder who... Or if you see, like, a libertarian or a... Even a a Trump sticker. I wonder whose car that is. But, you know, I try to tell myself it doesn't matter. And in a way, it's a great thing. In a way, it's a great thing that I don't identify people by their politics. And to me... That's the great thing about America. We don't do that. Hey, stay tuned. Brian Hyde up next. Remember, just take the time to get right with God. Um, That's a different path for each one of us. Take the time to do that. And remember, in a world where you can be anything, just remember to be kind. We'll be back tomorrow at 11 o'clock and then 12 o'clock right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network.